everyone. <laughs> Hello. Uh, welcome to Go Touch Grass. Uh, we are here with the special episode mm-hmm. of our search history series. We are. Which is basically a deep dive into a viral moment or a viral main character from mm-hmm. our past. Yes, and this is actually our first edition of mm-hmm. this series in which you, the $10 patrons, All, got to vote yeah. on our topic. Mm-hmm. So that's just were- one of the many benefits of being one of our $10 patrons. And if you recall, the $10 patrons, you had the choice between Shrimp Guy. Shrimp Guy. Bean Dad. Bean Dad. Our Gorilla Glue Girl. And Gorilla Glue Girl. Overwhelmingly won. Yes. The, the, the audience has spoken that they want to know more about Gorilla Glue Girl. Wow. I'm really excited because this, I mean, I definitely remember Gorilla Glue Girl, but I'm, I'm really excited to get the deep dive into her. Great, because I'm anchoring this. So yes. you're coming in. I want to know, Elise, what do you know about the Gorilla Glue Girl? Okay, what I know about the Gorilla Glue Girl is I have a very clear image of the video of her in my mind. And she used either it was like a gorilla it was like a gorilla glue spray on her hair mm-hmm. or it was a gel i'm not sure but she used gorilla glue product in her hair because it looked like it was her hair product and she misconstrued it and i remember her knocking on her very hard hair that was plastered to her face and it became a very viral moment because people were like okay but how would you actually get gorilla glue out of your hair and off of your head well, there you go. <laughs> now, here's my game, my question. Okay. What year do you think the Gorilla Glue fiasco <gasps> happened? Wow. A, 2019. B, 2020. C, 2021. Or D, 2022. Okay. I'm between 2019 and 2020. There's something maybe pandemic-y about it to me, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go 2020. Okay. Um, you're incorrect. It was 2021. Wow. Uh, bonus, if you can guess what month. Oh. Um, I mean, I didn't even get the year, but let's say March. You're close. It was actually February 2021 that wow. this all went down. It had a winter energy to me. It I had was a wrong about energy. the COVID energy. All right. So 2021, some people would still consider COVID. It, March it was COVID to many people, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've defined the barriers, aside from that March of 2020 is definitely when it started. I don't think we've established. I would say COVID, to me, it was pandemic-y until summer 2022. Because winter yeah. 2022 was Omicron. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it's still pandemic-y then. Yeah, I just, it is. I just picked the wrong pandemic year. Okay. Back to the thing. <laughs> so, Gorilla Glue, Gorilla Glue Woman, her name is Tessica Brown, which okay. I kind of love the name Tessica. Um, yeah. It's like Tessa and Jessica. I don't know. I love it. She went viral in February. It has to- a ring to it. Sorry, I know, I'm I just it. like, it kind of like flows out of your mouth in I know. a nice way. I love it. I like a tea name, too. We love a tea name. She went viral in February 2021 when she documented her plight of using the wrong product. So I'm going to play the video right now so everyone has a knowledge, and it's about a minute long. Wow, blast from the past, from which the is past. what the point of this segment is to be blasted from the past. But Hey, y'all. 
For those of y'all that know me know, my hair has been like this for about a month now. It's not by choice. No, it's not by choice. When I do my hair, I like to, you know, finish it off with a little got to be glue spray. You know, just to keep it in place. Well, I didn't have any more got to be glue spray, so I used this. Gorilla glue spray. Bad, bad, bad idea. Y'all, look, my hair, it don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times and it don't move. Stiff wear. Woo! My hair. So I'm gonna tell y'all like this. If you ever, ever run out of got to be glue spray, don't ever ever use this unless you want your hair to be like that so I've, I've i've seen i saw the video back in the time but even to this day the reveal of the gorilla glue when she shows it and that sound when she like taps on her head i'm like oh no like my reaction was was fresh like the first day i watched it yeah so what happened she wanted to use got to be glue spray Mm -hmm. Which I gotta clarify, glue spray, but ran out and got Gorilla Glue Spray. Now I'm not sure if you're familiar, but Got to Be is a product by Schwarzkopf, uh, pronunciation whatever, and they have an entire product line called Glued, and it's on its website. And the glue spray specifically is described as looks like a spray, holds like glue. Got to be glued blasting freeze hairspray freezes your looks until the next hair wash. Express yourself and create spunky hairstyles that last up to 72 hours. Um, I just also want to say really quickly that the shit has mad typos on the website. <laughs> and I feel very fucking smart uh, because I pointed out the typos like blasting like a like it holds like. Yeah, it's just like there. It's just whatever. Anyway. Anyway, got to be hire Millie to copyright. Yeah, yeah for, for you. real, for real, for real. People use got to be glued for spiky hairstyles, hairstyles with a lot of weaves. Um, a lot of black women use it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Famously, I did my hair this year for my birthday as Barbie. Yes. And I used got to be. I blew my hair out, and then I used got to be to like slick my hair back really tight. And then clipped on a weave ponytail, and it looked seamless. It looked great. I mean, I, I have definitely have seen. I, well, I've definitely seen the brand got to be. Mm -hmm. I'm just not sure if I. I've never used like their the glue spray or whatever because mm -hmm. I don't usually like do a slick. Mm -hmm. Like I don't usually need that, but I've definitely seen the brand got to be. Well, a lot of people use it again when they want to slick back their hair to put on like clip on an extension yeah. or a ponytail or something, which is what um, Tessica did. Yes. And I, I just also want to say, so that is got to be. Then there's Gorilla Glue, which is described on the website as a heavy-duty, multi-purpose, easy-to-use yeah. adhesive. Gorilla Spray adhesive forms a clear, permanent bond that is moisture-resistant, and it has a wide-pad nozzle and is controlled by with a fine mist spray to provide an implant application on the project you're working on. And it's typically used for fixing bathroom tiles, wood flooring, and decking. Here's my thing. I think that Gorilla Glue and Strong Glues, all of the very strong glues, I feel like they should come in a case that could look like absolutely nothing else. Because I know someone who accidentally put Gorilla Glue 
in their contact because it comes in that little dropper. Oh, shit. And it fucked them up. It fucked them right up. And so I'm just like, what can we put these glues in so that no one for any reason can mistake them for anything else? Because the the results are catastrophic. Elise, thank you so much because basically for, for, for the next segment of this podcast, I'm going to title it In Defense of Tessica. Yeah, that's and my thing is that I'm not here to... No, we're not here Tessica. to bash. And I'm going to bring you three points of defense that I want to make for this case for Tessica. Amazing. Number one, Got to Be has a whole product line literally called Glued. Yeah. And it includes these products. So there's, uh, there's at least five. But there's glue, like wax, there's styling glue, which is the one I use. There's ultra glued, there's blending freeze spray glued, the spray that she uses. And there's another bottle that is a glue spray. So it has two different nozzles. Yeah. You know, so to the to the painters that are like, this nozzle doesn't look like the one. Okay, just so, so you know. They also have a special glue for brows and edges. So when, you know, again, the, the, the edges of your hair and your brows, like, they have glue for that. And it's specifically called glue. Yeah, it's, I keep, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, well, they shouldn't call their product line glue. But I'm like, but I get why they do. Because I, you can all understand. Like, yeah, because it is to... glue for your hair. But the thing is, it's actually for your hair, which Gorilla Glue is not. But also, like, I'm like, Gorilla Glue shouldn't come in a spray. But then I'm like, maybe Gorilla Glue spray is good. I think this is just an unfortunate convalescence of circumstances. Point two that I want to make is that people actually have used glue for beauty. Mm-hmm. It's not unheard of for people to use glue sticks and tape. Even tape is mm-hmm. very commonly used for makeup to make sure your, your winged liner doesn't get where it's not supposed to go. And it's very common. If you watch any episode of Drag Wars, what do they do? They use Elmer glue sticks to glue down their brows. And this is all to say that for a long time, before the offerings and, like, the hair product line for black women mm-hmm. has become, like, this investing, like, this thing that, like, was invested in, like, it wasn't unheard of for black women either to to get that, to achieve the look of having slick down edges, and not just black women, it's, like, a bunch of different kind of women. Yeah. Um, To get the slick down edges and stuff, it wouldn't be unheard of to use a glue stick. Like, yeah. that is something I've seen. Yeah. So, so that's point two. It's like the product's name is glued, and also people have used glue in general, you know. Yeah. So, so it's a honest mistake. Finally, my final fucking point is that there's a line of mega hold products called glue snot or moco de gorilla that's from Mexico and it's <gasps> sold in beauty product supply stores around the U.S. And my friend Jolie is here, but our friend Alvin in college used to, like, do his hair, like, spiky anime style mm-hmm. kind of spikes. And he used Gorilla Snot <laughs> to do it. Gorilla Snot is such a, like, this one's for dudes. <laughs> well, but it's also just, like, a really hard-holding, yeah. slimy product. And the thing is that if you use the product side-by-side, at least I, want, I did a side-by-side image. Tell me what they you see. They look very, very similar. Tell me what you see with gr- Moco the Gorilla or Gorilla Snot and Gorilla Glue. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you're just running to the store 
you know, and you're not fully looking like the Gorilla Glue one does say what it is on it, but it's in the fine print on the bottom. And it's just like, if you truly are not thinking for one second, this isn't hairspray. Yeah. You're not even maybe going to read that. Yeah. I bought shit that I just didn't like actually realize what the fuck it was and then gotten home and been like, oh, oh no, this was actually like laundry softener, not detergent yeah. or some shit like that, you know? Well, also just like typography, the branding for Gorilla Snot is... Um, <laughs> Gorilla Snot, to say I it know. that many times in an episode is so funny. <laughs> I know, I know. But Gorilla Snot has a yellow bottle with orange font, and Gorilla Glue Spray has an orange bottle with yellow, like, hints. Yeah. And a, and they both have gorillas. Obviously, the Gorilla Glue Gorilla is a cool punk. <laughs> it says punk on the bottom. Yeah, the, the Gorilla Snot Gorilla, I would say he's cartoonish. He has a mohawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, does, he is saying punk or yeah. someone is saying punk or about him. Or referring to him as a punk. punk. It's kind of unclear. The Gorilla Glue Gorilla is more of a classic Serious. gorilla image. And honestly, to be fair, for me, and maybe I gotta look, maybe I gotta do more research, but I'm like, Gorilla Snot? I can wrap my head around why you would call something Gorilla Snot. I don't know why this is called, this super intense glue is called Gorilla Glue. I don't see the... I think the... because it's strong, like, like if you use this spray, it's like a gorilla is holding these things together. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. It's like a gorilla will be holding up your table if you use Gorilla Glue to put the leg back on. All right, dog. Whatever. Rock on. That's my read on That's your what's read. happening. <laughs> okay. So, the backlash. This video went viral, and many people obviously got racist. Mm, yeah. Uh, it got an over... But, but, of course, there's, like, the racist ties between, like, gorilla... Like, we're not even going to go there. But then... It, it was a fertile ground for racist people to be racist. Let's yes. just say that. And, you know, they don't need much. No. They'll find a way to be racist on literally a picture of, like... Like a black and white picture of two toddlers hugging. Yeah, they will. Up. They'll find a way. So for for this, it was fertile ground. Um, but the overwhelming response was that a lot of people were just calling her fucking dumb. And again, if you rewind, I just gave you three points as to why. You know, this wasn't that dumb. Like she 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 could have looked, you know, a little better at the label, but. We just described why anybody could easily make this mistake. And also, here's my thing. If someone's not harmful, if the only person they've hurt is themselves, I'm not going to be out here caught calling somebody dumb because in my moment where I do the equivalent of spraying my hair with Gorilla Glue, I've pepper sprayed myself in the face. <laughs> Famously. You can look at my TikTok and see the story. I've told the story other times. I've pepper sprayed myself in the face before, so I can't honestly on the earth in the lifetime I'm walking now say shit to people for doing something stupid because I don't want people to make fun of me in my moment. Well, exactly. And, and doing something concerned. stupid isn't a crime. No, doing something stupid isn't a crime. Sometimes it is. And you gotta be, <laughs> and, and we'll, we'll come back to that in a second. Sometimes but, there's a Venn diagram of the two, but not always. Yeah, well, <laughs> a lot of je- interactionists will just say they were just being stupid and, People got hurt for that. Um, but in terms of response, she did get a lot of overwhelming negative response. We'll talk about a little later. 
But some celebrities, you know, including Chance the Rapper, um, posted in support. And Chance the Rapper tweeted, um, I'm glad motherfuckers supporting her through this. Um, he told his 8.2 million Twitter followers. When I watched the video the second time, it was hard to love because I could tell Shorty genuinely didn't know she had put one of the world's most powerful adhesives in her shit. I hope she recovers well. Also, add for... <laughs> Chance yeah. the Rapper says that Gorilla Glue is one of the world's most powerful adhesives. I do wonder, like, I feel like Gorilla Glue probably came out in a great way like this because all that this all that happened is like they demonstrated the pure strength of this gorilla glue and i didn't know that they had a spray adhesive well, and now I'll, either, for, yeah. I'll forever know that they have a spray adhesive well product. now we all will know um chance the rapper's tweeting about chance them, the rapper calling them the most, the most powerful <laughs> adhesive in the world i bet the crazy glue people were like son of a bitch God, damn it let's get someone out of it <laughs> Well, I honestly, I use crazy glue on my nails sometimes when I don't have nail glue. Like, that's yeah. the thing is, like, when people are like, how the fuck can you do this? What the fuck? What's wrong with you? Are you an idiot? It's like, I don't, like, I use crazy glue for my nails. People have used stuff. Like, it's not unheard of for people to, if, but if, obviously, if she knew, she wasn't going to be able to get it out 15 washes from now. And you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. She, if she hadn't used Gorilla Glue, she didn't know. And yeah, she should have read the label, whatever. But I can also understand why someone doesn't read the label. I've not read the label. And like, I don't know. She didn't hurt. Nobody got hurt, but no one's more upset that this happened than her. Well, you know what I mean? And upset she is because she was, this is really sad. She was harassed so bad she stopped eating for a while. Oh. And she lost between 10 and 13 pounds. And she's already a small yeah, she woman. she was very thin. She's a very thin woman, so... Also, kids at her daughter's school had seen the TikTok, and they were making fun of her 11-year-old daughter. And she just go in the bathroom and cry because she said, I'm the reason my child's getting made fun of at school. Like, isn't that fucking terrible? And I'm like, listen, I know it feels bad. Like, I know in the moment, you know, when things are happening to you, you feel like it's the end of the world and all this stuff. But I'm also like, like, I don't know. I'm like, and I know kids are going to tease, but I'm just like, Again, anyone can make this mistake. It's a dumb mistake. You don't need to be fucking making fun of my kid. Like, what does the kid in school have to do with the fucking mom not reading a label? Yeah, exactly. And it's it was also, an honest mistake. Sorry. And also, to me, I'm like, it's like, I feel like parents are involved in that, being like watching the video and sharing it with their kids too, which is kind and of. And it's like, oh, up. look at this person's mom. But it's like, <sighs> yeah, it's at the end of the day, like. There, the video went viral because it is like, oh my god, fuck, that's fucking crazy, and she's in, like, you watch it and you're just like, oh, that's, how do you deal with that, that is not a good situation, but whether you think she's dumb or not, you don't have to tell her she's dumb, you know, or be mean, like, why, why is also doing something dumb Worthy of, like, like mean harassment. I know. Like, truly mean people being like, fuck you, you deserved what, like, whatever. It's like, this person is very much down for the count already. Her, mm-hmm. She used Gorilla Glue in her hair. She's not in a good situation. We don't have to all dunk on her. Well, I do think that there's an intersection of race and class, like, yeah. race and sexism here. Because it's like, so many people... um just like 
subconsciously or consciously hate black women. And when they go online and they see something like this, like to them, it's confirming their worldview that like, oh, black women are idiots or, oh, I always thought this or like this, this makes my point. Like this is why they're stupid or they can't do this or they can't do that and all this bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like reinforcing their shitty worldview when again, without like objectively looking and it's like, okay, actually this is a mistake that anyone can make. Yeah. And it fucking sucks and she's like, but yeah, it's like, so I feel like people latch onto that and then people being mean, it's also just, again, somebody that they can, you know, it's a successful person without status, without power in society that they can reach out and like make fun of and humiliate. Yeah. And again, it's like, I get it going viral in the sense of being like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, like that's not good. But I just don't understand the impetus to be mean to someone just because you think they did something stupid. Yeah. Like even if putting aside whether or not it actually is stupid, let's say it objectively was. Yeah. Why do you have to be why do you have to go tell them that they're stupid or kick them when they're down or be an asshole to them or say racist stuff to them? Like, there's no reason to say racist stuff no. to someone. <laughs> like... No. Um. So, Tessica's number got leaked and she was doxxed mm-hmm. and she was getting nonstop calls and texts from people that she didn't know. Like, Again, why? Like, harassment. It's like, why? It's like... I, that's the thing is, I don't understand what, what makes you see that video. And be like, I'm going to go... Texas I'm going to find her phone number. I'm going to release her phone number. I'm going to release her home number. I'm going to text her. Like, I don't understand. Like, watch it be like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Share it if you're going to share it. Like, it was posted online, but don't, you don't have, why are you releasing her address? Yeah, that's crazy. L- that's crazy. But it's also like, there's so many, there's so many videos of people doing dumb shit. And I'm like, I just. The most I'll do is DM my friend and be like, this is dumb. You know, um, we've, we've brought this subject up before, but this would have been something for America's Funniest, funniest home, home Videos. videos. Kind of. Like, like, that's where we, that used to be the repository of like, if you did and something, you, if you did something funny dumb, you could put it on America's Funniest Home Videos. And compete against other funny And dumb then things. we would all kind of have a good hearted laugh mm-hmm. and move along. But unfortunately, it's not America's Funniest Home Videos. Anymore. No, it's not. Um, okay, so one day, she had thrown her phone across the room in frustration. And her 8-year-old daughter ended up answering a call from her manager, Gina Rodriguez. Which mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder if she had a talent manager from this thing. I don't know. But anyway, apparently, a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills, Dr. Michael Aubang, mm-hmm had heard about her story and wanted to fly her out and fix her hair for free. So can you imagine? This sounds like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Someone should do it. They're doing the George Santos movie. Why can't Gorilla Glue Girl get a movie? So Dr. Oben majored in chemistry, and he had to come up with a formula that would break down the glue but not break the skin. Mm-hmm. And said when she came, so when she came to us, she had a lot of anxiety, and the first goal was to curb that anxiety and make her less anxious, he says. Adding that she was in a lot of pain. Imagine what it's like to have your count, your scalp constantly under tension for one whole month. The hair was all matted down and stuck to the scalp. Ugh. And you can't move it. It's like wood or glass. 
So Obeng had to formulate a, a special treatment, and he had to test it on both a hair, the mannequin of a hair, and also his own skin to see that it wouldn't burn. Mm-hmm. Brown was extremely nervous before the treatment and was worried that she was going to be bald. So Obeng and his staff gave her an IV to calm her down. And he applied when he applied his treatment, he did it carefully over the course of four hours. Wow. When the surgery was over, she was able to run her fingers through her hair for the first time in a month. And she cried tears of joy. So can you just think about, like, I don't know, again, if you've ever had, like, a really tight ponytail that's slicked back with product. Like, yeah. It's like... The, the joy you get, and, like, even having it on for a few hours or something. No, when you, when like, you take, take it your, off. When you take your ponytail down, it's such a good feeling. Yeah, just even a regular ponytail. Not necessarily even one with weave or something, but especially then you add that, like, with yeah. weave and product. Like, it does feel good. So, like, imagine you had to have your hair like that for a month. It fucking sucked. And, like, that's the thing was that it, it was a four-hour surgery that, like, yeah. needed to be brick, broken down with a special formula. Well, yeah, because that was my thing. That was the thing that I was like, how do you get it off of her skin? Yeah. You know, because that's the biggest. At the end, I, I know what I would be feeling is like, you, if you have to shave my head, shave my fucking head at this point, I'll grow new hair. I'll put on a wig and we'll rock it out mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, how do you get it off of your skin? But he figured it out. God bless this doctor. What's his name? Obeng. God bless Dr. Obang. Open invitation. Yeah, open invitation to go touch grass. So after the surgery, Gorilla Glue had to issue a statement. Um, And you can read it. Okay. We are aware of the situation, and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label, do not swallow, do not get in eyes, on skin, or on clothing. It is used for craft, home, auto, or office products to mount things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. But we are glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility and wish her the best. It wasn't local. It was. Uh... Yeah, no, she had to go somewhere. I do feel like I'm like, Gorilla Glue, just let it go. Just, well, they, they, you know, they got, like, I think they had to make a statement. Yeah, they had to say something, I guess, for people who were, like, I think they wanted to say, like, we clearly label our product, which, like, they do, it is yeah. on the front of the product. That's not a lie. But part of me is, like, yeah, we know. You don't have to be, like, we are intended for laminate. Yeah, no, it's, like, like throwing salt on a wound. But I do get why they had to make a statement. It just does feel like salt on the wound to be, like, Gorilla Glue has released a statement detailing all the ways in which you shouldn't have fucking done this. <laughs> I know, and then, the, but the statement had, like, because I saw the statement on Facebook, and it had all these terrible comments and I'm all these sure. things, like, crazy. So, Tessica, again, before she went home, she had to do a few more treatments. So, it wasn't just a four-hour surgery. It was also, like, she had to go back a few more times before she went home. And then, after that, she had to treat her hair like a newborn baby. She could only use baby shampoo and natural oils for a long time. Before doctor the doctor reached out, Tessica um, started a GoFundMe to raise money for her treatment and receive more than $23,000 in donations. She 
went on, or you know, in the at the time of this article, which was around um the time of the surgery, she she said she's gonna donate twenty thousand of it to Obneg's charity Restore, which provides free reconstructive surgery to people with deformities in developing countries, and the remaining three thousand to three families in need in her community. Oh, um, so I kind of just wanted to say that because a lot of people, and I think that was the reason for the um. I think a, a reason for the vitriol and a reason for even the Gorilla Glue Company um, to see to send is like, oh, she's going to try to sue. She's suing. Yeah. And like also like there is that whole subsect of people who are pro corporation yes. and they like it's like the people who hate on the woman that sued McDonald's for the hot coffee. Incident. Yes. Which if you have not, there is. There's actually a trigger warning on this documentary, but there is a documentary called Hot Coffee that's about like the misconceptions around that woman. Like, number one, she actually got really badly burned by the coffee. Yeah. Number two, the coffee was actually way too fucking hot. Yeah. And number three, uh, McDonald's had been warned about the coffee on numerous occasions, and so the reason the settlement was so high is because it's like, there's some word for it, but it's supposed to be about, it was based on all of the time between, like, when McDonald's first heard that they had, like, dangerously, they were giving people cups of dangerously hot. hot water. And when they actually did, like, this incident occurred. So it was based on their sales between that time. So it was really, really high because McDonald's had actually known for a really fucking long because time they, that their shit was too hot. Because and they she was an old it, lady. And they, they burned her crotch too, off. Sorry. <laughs> no, that and they made it specifically hot because they wanted, because when you have the hot coffee, you're waiting there, you're sitting there, you're like, well, let me eat something else or let me get something else. Is this hot coffee? It's all about making more fucking money. So... A lot of people have vitriol to the old lady. You know, obviously yeah. McDonald's like benefits off the the like the misconception of that, and yeah. um, they. That's again, actually what that whole documentary Hot Coffee is about. Like, it starts with her story, but then it talks about like it goes through basically how, as a result of this like false narrative about mm-hmm. people being able to sue for ridiculous reasons, corporations won all these insane rights yeah. to not be sued because fucking like George W. Bush made it. It's well, cause they're reform. all fucking evil. But, um, and the, and the point is like, people still have that residual vitriol. So when they saw, like, I couldn't really confirm that she sued or she didn't, but a lot of like the backlash and shit that she was getting criticism was like, she better not fucking sue. She's a dumb bitch. Like, this is her fault or this and that. And, like, she just wants money. And she only posted it because she wants money. And, like, I just wanted to include that detail of, like, she said she she got a GoFundMe. She said that she was going to send it back to the doctor and do all this stuff. Like, whatever. And I don't think she sued or I don't think she could sue. She didn't retain a lawyer, but I don't know why that went. But, yeah, it's just, like. She also might have retained a lawyer because, like, shit was getting crazy. Yeah. Like, honestly, if I was going mega viral and people were, like, calling my phone all the time and, like, doxing me and, like, shit was getting out of hand, I would maybe retain a lawyer just because I'm like, I might need a lawyer. Well, and also, I mean, as we said, the thing is, it is really, like, easy to confuse. Like, whether, you know, it does say on the bottle this, that, or the third, like, there is something there to, I mean, whether it's suable or not, like, I don't know, but people yeah, like maybe do she just went for talked. less. Maybe she went and just talked to one. I don't know. But either way, it does not seem like this was a money grab. I think it's very clear 
from the video and all the stuff after that her preference would be that this had not happened at all. I don't think. But you yeah. know, that's what they, people always say to anyone who like does try to sue is they'll always be like, you did this on purpose because um, when I was a little kid, my family sued Sizzler restaurants well. because they left out this really hot bucket of water because they were like starting to clean up mm -hmm. and I as a little baby stepped in it and I got really badly oh, burned shit. and it like burned all the skin around my foot this is <laughs> nasty but it really fucked me up or whatever and we sued them and like ultimately didn't my parents my parents we won but like my parents takeaway was like it was not worth it for no, because you have to spend a lot of money on lawyers. And it's emotionally taxing. And, and basically, it's emotionally taxing. What they argued in court was that my mom purposefully put me in the bucket of water to try to get money, money from or whatever. And it, like, really disturbed my mom. And it, like, really, like, haunted her that she was like, how could someone say that I would And, like, they probably that? questioned, but, like, that's how they win because well, yeah, they they're not fucking human beings. That's how they acted. Like, the, and guess just, what? Scissors no more. Yeah, guess and what? guess what? It's sizzled on off. It's sizzled on off. And here we are, $10 patrons, <laughs> fucking living and yeah. thriving. Not and one thriving, day we'll add a $50 surviving. level and I'll show you guys my crazy scar. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> um, okay, so just to kind of like wrap things up, like, you know, at the time of the, this is from the interview, so she's planning to embrace her natural hair, something she's encouraging other women to do. Tessica goes on to say, I just want everybody, the women my age, the women older than me, the little children, my children, we need to really realize our hair really don't make us. Um, if I would have just left out without spraying the Gorilla Glue, it would have gotten messed up. I would have, I wouldn't have went through, uh, I wouldn't have went through all of this. It's just not worth it at all. And I think this is also speaking to just the standards of like beauty with black women of like. You know, it, it's kind of like a double-edged sword where, like, you want every fucking hairstyle to be perfect and, like, not a, a, a lick of hair out of place. And you want, you know, you get the super intense got to be glued because if you use a weaker glue, your hair will kink up and it, at the first sign of moisture or sweat, it will start and the, the style won't look as good. Yeah. And that is kind of with black hair and black hair care. Like, that is kind of the the trade-off that a lot of women make on a daily basis. It's like, what's good for my hair care and what actually looks good? And often the times, I mean, and not just black women, like, women all yeah. over, you know what I mean? It's a like, trade-off that women have to make, make on, all like, the time. a massive like, level of, like, is this good for me, but what looks good? Like, I think about it all the time with, like, getting acrylics yeah. and, like, press-ons and stuff, because I love that. I love doing yeah. it, but it's not good for your nails. Yeah. Like, it's not good for your nail beds. It's not good for, but it's just like, you know, that's a thing that everyone has to, and you know, and again, especially the standard of black women, like they're going to put, you know, like stuff in your hair to make sure that the edges are perfect. And, and I guess, you know, what she's trying to get at is like, if I didn't care so much or if I wasn't so preoccupied, um, then I wouldn't have felt the need to put this in mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have gone through all of this. I'll also say to her, like, in, again, defensive Tessica, like, those standards are not your fault. Like, it's yeah. the fault of, like, if you have hair a little frizzy or you have this or you have that, you're seen as unkempt or unprofessional. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, like, those standards don't come from you. You can choose to reject them and, and go on that journey, and that's really admirable, and you should, and for all these reasons, but at the same time, 
it's not like Tessica is the only person who's like, oh, I can't do, you know, it's like yeah. a thing that a lot of women, you know, deal with and, and have to make concessions with and stuff, so. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So that was uh, the, the, the thing from February 2021. Sat, or a little update is that in December of that year, which later that year, she tried to dye her hair to cover up grays and some chunks came out. So she's still working on, yeah. she was still working on the natural hair of it all. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to dye that hair for a for while. For a while. But then happy, happy update. Is that October this year, October 2023, she got engaged to a man um, who was her boyfriend of over two years, uh, who she first met at her dad's church. Well, that's beautiful. So that's a beautiful ending. So, Elise, what do you think? Does everyone need to touch grass? What's your takeaway oh, from yeah. this? Listen, if you see a video of a woman in need. In pain. In pain, who's harmed no one but herself. No one, again... No one is more upset that this happened than her. her. And your response to that is, I am going to publicly release her address. Or her phone number or make fun of her kid at school. Yeah, I'm going even to just respond and be like, I think you're a fucking dumbass. Like, whatever. You must go touch grass. grass. You you must go touch grass. And, yeah, it's just like. These things that we remember, these viral pieces of time that, like, a lot of things make virality, but it's also, like, there's a lot of reasons for backlash, too, that we also, I'm, you know, I'm glad that we are taking the time to do, do these deep dives because it's, like, a lot of these responses are rooted in some deep fucking shit that people have learned and need to unlearn and stuff, and then also, like, I think the whole point of like online and responding and stuff and things that we have to, you know, kind of the the, the thesis of this podcast is like people are human beings Mm -hmm. and like you need to take a second to understand what's going on before you just react. And it is one of the, the dangers of social media is it incentivizes that instant reaction of like you watch something, you go, oh shit, you retweet it, you walk away. Maybe even you type like, how how fucking dumb and yeah. like walk away it's like it incentivizes this like very like id like lizard brain yeah. behavior yeah that is like maybe if you engaged your compassion for like one more second yeah. you would be like actually i'm not gonna call this person a fucking idiot or whatever but that's like one of the negative twists of social media and that's why going viral i have found is a very negative experience, it seems, for the most part. Like, yeah. to go to, even if it's, like, for something good, a lot of times it, you'll still get those people where whatever this content was, hit them in the wrong way, in the wrong place, and they're going to say, like, your teeth are fucking crooked, or whatever. Yeah, like, or anything, yeah, like, oh, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's the one that I got one time, which wasn't even a viral video, but someone just... Yes, like, I'm literally just being like, I got a hat, and then someone commented, no one cares. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like what? Like, but yeah, it's like, it, it's, it not only incentivizes, it rewards this kind of crazy engagement like that, you know? And it just, again, you know, I had a, a teacher or a professor in college who, he was a sociologist, and he had this whole study on 
forgiveness and empathy and stuff like that. And basically all he did was like he would he would put like a video in front of somebody and like test their brain waves or whatever and show a car cutting them off and then test their anger. Mm-hmm. And then show a video of them when like they're the ones cutting somebody off. And then show the video of somebody cutting them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they're less angry when they have put themselves in that situation of like, oh fuck, like I you're almost gonna miss your exit. I have to I have to get off like and it's just like, yeah, it's but it's that thing of like compassion. Yeah. And I and the thing is, putting yourself in someone else's shoes is usually like the second thought. Or yeah. it's not it it and and social media it wants you to it it works with your first thought. It's yeah. like your first thought is she's dumb, retweet, like whatever. And it does not want you to like sit with something and be like what does this actually mean? Yeah. What kind of person do I want to be? Well, and again, you know, as I stated earlier, especially if you already are coming with the bias that black women and black people aren't worthy of your respect. And that, you know, they're not really seen as human. So, they, yeah. you know, they, they don't have to get the same capacity or compassion or consideration as anyone else because, you know, they're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're not equal because they're all dumb and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's stupid. And Being it's just stupid like, means that she's lower than me and I yeah, can, Yeah, it's like, like who would use glue on their fucking hair anyway? Why would you even think that it's glue? And it's like, actually, there's a whole fucking product line that is very popular that's literally called glued, and people do use glue yeah. for beauty and, and all this stuff. And why didn't you read the label? Because sometimes you don't. Sometimes you sometimes don't. Sometimes you just don't read it carefully and like, yeah, you're bad in those <laughs> scenarios, whatever, but... Again, you don't have to, like, kick someone when they're down like that. So that's our takeaway from the search history. That's That's another episode. Um, Let us know what you think. Mm -hmm. Have you ever accidentally used a product that you're not supposed to? In the wrong way? Um, My grandma one time accidentally used Nair uh, for body lotion. And, like, again, you're just reading, you know, especially if you're talking about, like, a language barrier. She don't speak English. You know, she can't read. You know what I mean? It exactly. Like, and also, that happens. Like, we live, we're going to, we're all going to live every single day of our lives. And sometimes you're just in autopilot. Yeah. And you're not thinking and you've got a million things on your brain. Maybe you smoked a little weed, yeah. whatever. Hell but yeah. you've got a million different, <laughs> you're fucking Hell stoned yeah. as yeah. shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah and you're all fucked up and you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> But either way, like, we have to give grace for people to make, like, a dumb mistake in their life. We all make dumb mistakes. Mm -hmm. Share with us some of your dumbest mistakes. (laughs) Until then, go Go touch touch grass. grass. Great.